And we're back for another edition of Official Word Sports. This is the Official Word Sports Super Bowl edition. And Stevie D, you know what that sound is playing in the background. That is nothing but the NFL theme song because it is Super Bowl week, baby. (laughs) Yes, it is. Are you excited? Actually, I'm a little sad. Because this is the end of the season. Yeah. I just can't believe that it seems like just yesterday we were all excited about training camp. And now all that time has gone by and it has gone by so fast. And now it's the Super Bowl. What are you most excited about this seeing the Super Bowl? I really want to see the Patriots lose. I really want to see Robert Woods get a ring. I really want to see Nicole Roby Coleman get a ring. Those are the things that I'm hoping for. So I guess I've already established my pick is that I'm going for the Rams. How about you? Well, we're in the same division, so rooting for the Patriots is not an option. And actually, um, uh, we had a lot of, uh, at work, we had a lot of our uh, Boston uh, folks in out of town this week at a, a mini IT conference out here in Kansas City. So I had to deal with all the Patriot, you know, you uh jerseys and sweatshirts and hats and all that stuff but at the end of the day i want the rams to win but i I don't think the rams i think the patriots are going to win this football game but i want the rams to win so last year did you think the eagles had a shot that's a fair point no i didn't i didn't either especially with the legend and the magic of nick Foles. i really didn't think that they had a shot i feel more confident with the rams this year than I did with the Eagles last year. Well, one of the reasons why I'm not as confident is that I don't think Todd Gurley is at 100%. So I don't really think that the Patriots have the game plan for the Todd Gurley show. So then that takes away that. And I'm not trying to disrespect Anderson, right? The secondary running back. So now all of a sudden, who now you don't have Cooper Cup. You got Brandon Cooks. Now I'm going to take away Brandon Cooks. Okay, so you got you got Woods. So Bill Belichick is just a master at these type of things. And uh, with a young quarterback in, in, in golf, um, I think he's going to he's gonna throw everything weird at this kid, things that he's probably never seen before. And that's why I just find it hard to believe that the Patriots will lose the Super Bowl. I agree with everything that you said. In that, that's why I thought they were going to get past Kansas City last week. I, the only thing that, it, that, that I look as the X factor, if you will, um, is the comparison between Andy Reid and Sean McVay. I, I think, I hope, that Sean McVay is not going to revert back to big stage fright, right? And all of a sudden, there he is. He sees all the Super Bowl banners and logos and becomes ultra-conservative because he's on the big stage. If he's able to overlook that, then his unorthodox style, and I guess we call it unorthodox because it doesn't meet to the NFL standards, right? Your 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 typical game planning, punting on third and or punting on fourth and one or fourth and two, right? This guy's going forward on fourth and eight, fake punts on fourth and twelve, you know, things like that. So if he does that, and he he coaches outside the box like he has been. You know, he he may have a shot to to match wits with the genius over there. 
Yeah, I, I look when the Patriots lose, it's because they hit Tom Brady. That's right. right. You got to you got to get them uncomfortable, right? I I don't think it's a secret there, and a lot of not not a lot of teams can do it. But when you look at uh, the New York Football Giants in their two Super Bowl victories over the Patriots, I mean the Giants front four dominated those those games up front and held the Patriot offense in check in those two Super Bowls because they hit them in the mouth. They were constantly hitting pressure. He's thrown off the back foot. He's not comfortable. And, and and the Giants won those two games on really. I mean, they were luck. You know that what the first one was right. The in the grass that was never called, and the miracle throw to Tyree um, to keep the drive alive, and then the, the really nice throw to Manningham in the second the secondary Super Bowl. Uh, Giants Patriots. So, uh, but the defense was the star of those of those two Super Bowls. And if you look at Belichick's defense for those Super Bowls. Um, Belichick's defense played very well against the Giants. They didn't score a lot of points. You look at Belichick when he was the defensive coordinator against the Buffalo Bills. Held that team in check. So I I think Belichick's scheme for Jared Goff and Sean McVay, I I think he's going to put a heck of a scheme together. I just don't think – I don't see the Rams putting up 30 points. I just don't see it. I don't. You don't. Do you see Aaron Donald and Indomitian Sue pushing that pocket, which is what you have to do? Yeah, I. It's a great question. I think if if Sue, who's playing for a contract and he wants to get paid again, if he has the game of his life next to Aaron Donald, who's a beast on his own, MVP of the league, he they, they could cause those problems. But I think it's going to take both of those guys to do it, to disrupt that, that front, uh, the, the offensive line for the Patriots. And I think then the Rams would have a chance. It's like the Rams will win this game if the Rams front four on the defensive line get in and bring pressure because you got those front four have to do it. You can't always come with the blitz on Tom Brady. The front four has to create the pressure so the others can sit back and stop that BS offense that the Patriots run on the quick slants all day long. So what what I like, one thing that I like that the Rams have, they have Mark Barron playing linebacker. Now, Mark Barron, if you remember, former draft pick, uh, I believe, of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, yep, yep. Uh, but he was a safety. And he was a, a bigger safety, and the Rams moved him to linebacker. The reason why I bring that up, is that he has the speed to be able to float around in that middle. So those those crossing, those pick patterns that they run, he's going to be able to get out there. And if he does get out there, now you got a guy that's laying a heavy hit on somebody. That That's what's going to stop those receivers. Edelman and Hogan, you know, these guys that are run, running these rub routes and these pick plays, let them get hit a couple times. Let those eyes start watering after that first hit. And, and believe me, Akeem Tlaib will will do something as well. He'll play physical on those guys. Believe you me, whether it be Brandon Cooks, it doesn't matter who's on the outside. Put Cordero Patterson out there. Akeem Tlaib will will lay some wood on those guys to make them not want to catch the ball. That you, you got to put the fear in those receivers. You put the fear in the receivers. You push the pocket. Yeah, I think it's game over. Well, I still I will go down. The Rams will win if the front four gets the pressure. 
the Patriots will win if the Patriots offensive line holds holds back the, the, the front four. <laughs> it's as basic as for, for me, and that's what I'm going to be really paying close attention to in this game is is the offensive line of the, of the Patriots. Can they hold up against Aaron Donald and Sue, who's playing lights out in the, in the playoffs? Now, I, I really have to admit one thing. What I'm really looking forward to in this game, the Super Bowl commercials. Really? You know, it's funny. The last few years, I haven't been as as uh, excited about some of the commercials. I thought last year was better than the previous couple of Super Bowls, but I I agree. And it sometimes it's so hard to keep putting out hits, you know, year after year after year. And they were on a on a roll. And I will agree with you for you know, last couple there may have been like one commercial, and you were trying to squeeze something out of that one to say, yeah, this was a funny commercial, but. I, I have a feeling they're going to come back with come back with something. They, they, you have to. You can't be in that long of a slump. Well, I have to be honest with you. At the money they're paying, I would ask for a refund from these marketing agencies. <laughs> right. But don't don't you review it before before you even go forward? Yeah, and they're convinced I mean, by these marketing like, geniuses. What is this? You That's guys have two like. weeks to put something better than this. Well, think think about it. If you get a 30-second clip, what what does it run you? A couple million dollars now for a 30-second clip? Yeah. And now I got to pay the ad agency to record and produce and all that. I better get something for that 4 to $5 million that you're making me spend. I know. That's right. I don't want bad reviews online that my commercial stinks. You know what I would love to see? And I was thinking about this the other day. Probably one of my f- all-time favorite commercials was terrible Terry Tate, the office linebacker. Loved that commercial. Yes. Absolutely loved it. That was the Reebok commercial. And they had a series with it for like three or four years during the Super Bowl, right? Because you had Terry Tate when he first came in, and then you had, you know, when he was going on vacation, and then they drafted his replacement after the knee injury. I would love to have them bring it back either with Terry Tate going into the office Hall of Fame or it comes back as a coach with a young Terry Tate. Oh, I used to love those commercials. You know which one I love? I, I love the Bud Bowls. Yeah, those are good. Because right? they, they did the first half commercial and then the second half commercial with the game. But I'd like to mix it up and do like craft beer versus old school, <laughs> you know, Anheuser-Busch beer, right? You know, from Budweiser. And see who would win. Would it be the craft beers or, or the old school Anheuser-Busch company uh, pulling out some new Budweiser beer to, to fight off the craft beer? That's what I would like to see. If I was if I was in marketing, that's what I would do if I was in Anheuser-Busch. Old English should get in the game. Absolutely. Oh, could you imagine a Super Bowl commercial with old English? <laughs> 40s and yeah. 32 ounce. <laughs> What happened to Foster's? Australian for beer, wasn't that? Wasn't yeah, that, uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's so it's it's going to be it, it's going to be interesting. You know, I'm certainly I'm I could care less about the halftime show. I could I could absolutely care less about that. I'm all about the commercials and the and the game. I, I have to admit, I, I I am going to watch the game. And as much as I want to say that I'm protesting that you know the Patriots are in it again, I, I'm watching. With one eye hoping that the Patriots just get blown out, the other eye hoping that it's a good game. And at the end of the day, I'm still hoping for a Patriot loss. I don't see it, 
just because I've been let down too many times with this team winning. But uh, that that's, you know, if I, if I had to make my prediction, I'm going to say it now, the Patriots are going to win 31-24. Well, I definitely think the Patriots can put up 30 points. And I do like the 31. I think it's going to be 31-17. And the Ooh. Patriots are going to win 31-17. Oh, you got some defense yeah. being played. Yeah, um, I do. I, I think that Belichick, I just think in these big games, he's just a master. I, they were down 25-3 to three to the Falcons, and they were rolling. And then he just puts the stomp on the on the Falcons when he needed to. And then gives the, you know, the Brady has that remarkable, you know, fourth quarter um, to beat the Falcons. I just think he's just, and Goff is so young, I just don't, I just don't see it. And look, the Eagles won last year. It's not like the Eagles dominated that game. They won on a Philly special, right? So it's not like the Eagles were, oh, it was so great. I I just I just see them they're winning again. Uh, I see Gronkowski announcing his retirement. Tom Brady's going to retire. Belichick's oh. going to get committed to a home because he doesn't <laughs> know what to do without Brady. And it's going to open up the whole AFC East. So that's what I'm praying for, right? <laughs> Well, you're you're gambling on a lot there, my friend. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm parlaying in Vegas. I'm gonna parlay each one. Speaking of Gronkowski, did you hear what happened this week? I did. I, I did. And uh, you know, he's he's a clown. What can we say? He he is. And you know, I'm I'm disappointed. And it's at a certain point you grow up. I, I know his his marketing tool is his immaturity, his partying, you know, this whole gronk and all that kind of stuff. But he's smart enough to know what's going on in the world today. He's well, smart enough to know you can't do certain things. Well, what 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 upsets me more, and we've had different sports athletes through the years be clowns, but what bothers me is uh, the youth of America that listens to these interviews. Right, because now it's the Super Bowl, so a lot of a lot more eyes and attention to these interviews that are being done at Super Bowl Media Day. And to me, that's the disappointment. I'm not trying to be an old fuddy duddy or anything like that. It's just you got to grow up because you got a lot of youth watching. And uh, I think he's got to be better than that. Yeah, I I agree with that. Uh, what I was happy to see, and and for those that are listening, if you if you're not aware of what happened. So, of course, during uh, media week, right, it, at least the first couple of days, Rob Gronkowski was doing an interview for a New York radio station. And the question was asked about, you know, Tom Brady and whether or not he was going to retire. And Brady, of course, had, had come out publicly and said there was 0% chance that he was going to retire. And then Gronkowski tries to answer the question to him as far as what the percentages that he's going to come back and play or if he's going to retire and so stevie d he breaks out into this well you know what number it is you know what number i like and then he's pointing to a female reporter and says well she knows what number i mean it's like come on that all everybody that was around during this interview just they were disgusted all the reporters jim gray was one of them I mean, and now Jim Gray to me is kind of stuck up and kind of, <laughs> I don't know, I'm not a big Jim Gray fan, but still, they all of the, the 
national reporters that were there for this interview, they just kind of were just disgusted. And especially in this era that we live in, you know better than that. And it, it's there's a time and a place. You know, that stuff just doesn't fly. If you were a 19-year-old kid or a 22-year-old kid and, and, you know, you're up there for your first media day and, you know, all the hype about Gronk, yeah, maybe so. But look, you're on the verge of retirement. You've been through this multiple times. How do you do this? And then he has the audacity to give them a, a mathematical equation if they couldn't figure out the number. He goes, well, it's six times nine plus six plus nine. And and at that point, people were, were so disgusted with him that they ended up walking away. And, and good for them, right? Maybe it took that type of wake-up call to see people aren't, aren't going to put up with your act anymore. Yeah, it, it's it, it's a tired act, and it's time to move on. I hope he's retiring at the end of the year, so we don't put up those stupid shenanigans anymore. Anyway, maybe so that's Stevie, maybe that's why he's acting like that, right? Because it's it's last hurrah, so he's going to act like a jerk all the way out. True, very true. So Stevie D, this is the time for the gamblers. This is the time for the gamblers, right? Everybody comes out. They they want to they want to place a dime on this. They want to place a nickel on that. They want to place a quarter, and then you got the squares floating through the offices. But the ones that I love are the prop bets, right? Yeah. So let, let, like, let's do the basic one, right? Right, right now, New New England is a two and a half point favorite. Let's just get that that out of the way. Most of the money is coming in. I think at one point it was about 60% of the money was coming in on New England. So New England's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. But Super Bowl MVP, Tom Brady, plus 125. He's the favorite, and that's kind of obvious. Todd Gurley is plus 1,000. Rob Gronkowski, if he's going to make his swan song and his farewell, he's plus 3,000. Now, here, here's the one. If you really want to make some cash, James Devlin plus forty thousand. That's the bet, Stevie D. Sure, that's the bet. But to, you're gonna throw out. You're gonna waste that dollar bill, <laughs> right? Because that's all I'd be willing to bet is a dollar that that he gets it. But now, these prop bets are crazy. I, what Michelle? What what's Michelle at? Tony Michelle plus twelve hundred. I'm taking him. I would actually. I yeah yeah I could see that I would probably take James White if I was going to take anybody outside of Brady I would take James White just because he's he's touching it catching and he's touching it running I mean Sonny Michelle is their power game there's no doubt but if I had to do something but hey check out some of these other ones now these these prop bets kill me whoever wins the Super Bowl MVP who will they mention first in their speech and then they the options are, or what you can bet on teammates, God, family or family member, the owner, the city, the coach, and doesn't mention any of the above. Then they have one for how many plays will Tony Romo correctly predict? How many times will Ted Rath be mentioned during the TV broadcast? If anybody uh, doesn't know who Ted Rath is, that is the the get-back coach specific for Sean McVay. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. They have, uh, how many times will they mention Sean McVay's age? How long will Gladys Knight take to sing the national anthem? Will any players take a knee during the national anthem? 
how many total tweets will Donald Trump have during the during the game? Let's see. There, there's a whole bunch of them. I'm trying to see, you know, will a non-quarterback throw a touchdown? We had that last year, right, yep. with the Philly special. Will either team not punt during the game? What commercial will appear first? And right now it's between Turkish Airlines and WeatherTech. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the the last one that they have, will there be an onside kick attempt in the game? So, you know, there there's a whole bunch of just profits. You you can bet on anything these days. And I guess if if you live in New Jersey, life is good for you. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> they were supposed to make that legal all over, and it looks like only just a few states adopted that. So Yeah, New York. It's on the docket in New York. Uh, I'm moving back. <laughs> I'm moving back so I can get my, my bet on for the Super Bowl. So, But uh, what, what else do you see happening for the Super Bowl, Stevie D? Well, I think the Rams are going to win the coin toss calling tails. <laughs> and, and and they are going to they're going to take the football. Oh, they're not beca- going to defer because it because it's not a home game or away game. So the crowd noise where it's going to be too loud, like in the start of the game, because you are the the away team. It, there is no effect there. So that's an odd prediction. I'm going to go there. I'm going <laughs> to stick with Michelle because I wasn't smart enough to think of James White um, as my Super Bowl MVP. You, uh, hey, you you can place multiple bets when it comes to the props. <laughs> Julie Edelman is going to have a crucial drop or a mistake in the football game that's going to give the Rams a chance to get back in it. Oh, yes. Hey, I'm, I'm sending you some money for that one. Yes. <laughs> I'm all on that one. Well, you remember back in the day, I used to have a weird sense of calling certain things. You remember our Madden lunches? Oh. Do you remember those days? I, I think you can you can talk about those now. <laughs> <laughs> right, the statute of limitations is over. <laughs> uh, uh, so so Vince and I would go play Madden at Vince's apartment back in the day, and uh, and we'd be playing the game. And and, and at Wait, that hold time, on. you're not giving yeah. it justice. Huh? We would do this during our lunch break at work. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, just make sure yeah. that we clarify. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, which was nice because your apartment happened to be right next to where we work, uh, although we came from two different locations. Uh, and so, and I have to give Vince. I'm going to give you props. You whipped me plenty of times in that Madden football game. Uh, you are a heck of an opponent to play in Madden football. Uh, but there were times that I would just, I said, "There's going to be you're going to fumble on this play," and what would happen? You would fumble the football. And it was weird. It was so random at times where I needed a fumble. And it's like when you watch the game on TV and you're saying, oh, we need a turnover here. We need a turnover. There's going to be a turnover. And then the turnover happens. That's what it was like in Madden. So I had that luck. And then I would have this freakish luck of putting a whammy on certain Buffalo Bill players. Yeah, I was going to get say, me I upset. we were going to end it with Madden. No, you did that in real life. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my prediction there with Julian Edelman. J.P. Lossman, didn't you? Yeah, I did it on J. I did it on quite a few Buffalo Bill players. Why do you think you had that? Why do you think you had that playoff drop for so many years? I was putting the the hex on them. Um, but yeah, I think Edelman's going to have a crucial, crucial mistake, and then Brady's wife is going to tweet about it again. Oh, oh, 
<laughs> Cause an uproar in New England. Oh, wait a minute. Didn't that happen a few years ago? It, I think it, it did happen a few years it, ago. Was, was that with Wes Walker? It did. <laughs> yes, it did. And that's why he's gone. <laughs> yeah. We never heard from Wes Walker again. That, 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 would, that would be nice. That would be nice. You know, we're having a lot of fun with this game. We really are. You know, we kind of were serious early. It's it's just sad to see it in. Like I started, you know, when we started the show, talking about how it's come to an end. But hopefully, hopefully, and a very serious tip, that this will be the last time we have to see this team from the Northeast in this game. I am so over seeing them there. I mean, I give them props for getting there. I, you know, you got to give them their just due. People want to say Brady's the goat. I refuse to give him that title. Come on. Not, you, not you because gotta... I don't like him, but because I believe that Bill Belichick is the goat. I well, yes, he... he is the goat, but there's something about Brady that can rally the troops and, and make plays in crunch time. Matt Look, do Castle. I think... Matt yeah. Castle. Yeah. Ooh. Matt Castle. Ooh. Matt wow. Castle. Wow. It's like a voice from above. Um, but yeah, I'll give you Matt Castle. Um, I'll give you Jacoby Percet. I don't want him. But but I'm just saying I, I I but there's something about Tom Brady coming down in crutch time with no time left on the clock and coming down and, and putting his team in a position to win football games. And more often than he doesn't. Look, I think their offense is boring as all hell. I don't like the quick slant over and over again. Well, you're gonna do it until you can stop it. I just think they're they're boring offensively, but he gets it done. And and I think when you go to nine Super Bowls in your career, that's pretty darn special. Nine Super Bowls. It, it is. It is. And I'm not saying that that he's a dog. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's a dog. And we, you know, we've we've been promising to have these shows coming up uh, where we talk about you know our greatest, the top ten, top fifty lists, what have you. I just. For the mere fact that when Brady was hurt, even though they didn't make the playoffs, they ran 11 and 5. They ran 11 and 5. What did they go this year? 11 and 5. So it, it, the, the fact of the matter is, I believe that it's the system. And yes, they're able to drive down. He's able to drive down late in games if you give him two minutes. Well, you know what? In these days, the way the game is played, almost every quarterback can drive down with, you know, under a minute. He gets the job done. I give him credit for that. He's above average. He's just not a goat to me. And I think that there is a level of fear that creeps in the minds of defensive coordinators and the players that are on the field when he takes the ball. Now that I will give him credit for, he puts fear into the opponent. But I I just don't think that he's the goat. He's got all the accolades, he's got the rings, he's got the titles, he he he's got the awards, he's got all of that. But when you say the greatest of all time, I I, I look at well, what happens when you're not there? Does that team fall apart? When Marino left, Miami was screwed. When Fouts left, the Chargers were screwed. Right when these guys got hurt, the, the team went in the tank. So that, that, yeah, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. It's just hard to his winning percentage, his touchdown to interception uh, ratio. It's his he, fourth he, quarter he, comebacks. Uh, there's just so much about this guy. So 
I would love for him to still be playing and Belichick leave. That's what I would love to see happen. Because all of a sudden you get, you know, maybe Josh McDaniels takes over, you know, as he's predestined to to become the next New England coach when when Belichick leaves. But right. now all of a sudden, if he takes on a, a different offense, he does he, he schemes differently on defense. It's not the same. Yeah, but but look at any quarterback. I mean, Marino had Shula his whole time, pretty much, build his Hall of Fame career. He had Jimmy Johnson at the end, but Jimmy Johnson wasn't in love with Dan Marino. He wasn't the same quarterback under under Jimmy Johnson, right? Shula, Maybe that's to your point. Shula was not a great coach. Shula was a good coach in, in the 70s and early 80s, but he didn't transition to the new game. And no, Marino but, came but, in. But Marino had that system, and he ran with it. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying, like you, were, Joe Montana had really played for Bill Walsh. Bill Walsh, right? And so Bill, when you're talking about the greats, they pretty much had a whole. The really greats had Hall of Fame coaches. Absolutely, Ab- absolutely. Bart so Starr I, I had Lombardi. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. Jim Kelly right. had Marv Levy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, Joe Namath had a little bit of everybody. I mean, that's what really marked some of the greatest. We're talking about a great quarterback dual with multiple coaches every other year. Well, well, now, now there you go. That that does make you a great <laughs> if but, you can but, transcend multiple coaches. But then again, are you the reason why there are multiple coaches? Well, th- this is true. Uh, yeah, you, you, you had a Hall of Fame game. <laughs> that got you into the Hall of Fame. Um, I love you, Joe, but uh, there are times you're a little bit overrated. But um, back back to the quarterback discussion here. It, it's just it's unfair to label that on Belichick because when you're talking about all time great quarterbacks, they had all time great coaches. Yeah, and so yeah. It, it it very true. Right, chicken or the egg? Right, who who made who made who? Did the quarterback make the coach or the coach make the quarterback? I, I'm willing to say that the coach made the quarterback. I I just you know I again I take something away when if you're if you're the goat and you get hurt and then the team is still successful, you know. And, and did they make the playoffs that year? Did they make the playoffs that year? That they did not. Okay, they they still had a almost a seven hundred winning percentage. Wasn't they, that they the only year? Was it, but isn't that the only year they didn't make the playoffs? What time? It Brady? is. It is. And Tom Brady was where? Okay, I'm just saying. Reserve. I I'm just saying. The only year they didn't make the playoffs. Eleven and five, and had a Pro Bowl quarterback. Parlayed that into a uh, deal with the Chiefs. Oh. Dude, he he parlayed that into a career. Yeah. Because everybody's just like, well, I know it didn't work out there, but we know what you did in New England, so you got to be able to do it here. And then after a year, year and a half, he's gone, and somebody else is like, well, we know it didn't work out there, but we saw what you did in New England. I just a horrible quarterback, but he was in Buffalo. Oh, what were we thinking? <laughs> I, I have no idea what we were thinking. So, what else you got, Stevie D? Well, you know, it's funny you ask that question. So uh, met up with one of our listeners the other day. I want to give him a little shout out. His name is Jason JB. And uh, he 
He's a big Chiefs fan here in Kansas City. Yeah. And so we have a bet. And I'm putting oh, nice. it out there. I, oh, yeah. I'm going to put it out there because, you know, he was a little intoxicated. Um, and uh, and so I want to make sure that it's on the record. Why why, why, why you got to throw my man under the bus like that? <laughs> no, because he was having a really good time. I can tell you that. I was jealous. Um, I, but, uh, yeah, he uh, he would throw out that uh, – he threw out a bet of 20 bucks. He says the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl next year. I said the Chiefs are not winning the Super Bowl next year. I says your team's going to get ripped apart with free agents and and cuts because you don't want to spend the money. So I I, I just don't believe the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl next year. Oh, you're hating. You're yeah, hating. I, yeah, I am hating. Uh, <laughs> I thought their win. I I really thought their their best window was this year. Um, I think uh, everybody kind of has a whole year on tape and and dissects the the Chiefs offense for a whole year in the offseason. I'd be interesting next year for them. But at any rate, uh, I said, you're on 20 bucks. So then he throws out this wild, wild second bet. And, oh, yeah, JB, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, And he says (laughs) the Chiefs are going to trade for Jalen Ramsey of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, originally he threw out there that the Chiefs were going to trade a first and third rounder. For Jalen Ramsey. I'm like, there's no way to do it a first and third round for Jalen Ramsey. No way. I'll bet you. And he says, you're on. So then we did double or nothing. And then he says, well, I don't know. We don't. We can take out the first and third round part of the bet. I said, you're still on because I still don't think Jalen Ramsey is getting traded to, to the Chiefs. So that's that was from one of our listeners that, uh, that I saw uh, yesterday. So uh, so wait, hold on for the record, because yeah. we're putting it on tape. Yeah. Do do we have two bets in play? Yes. Okay. And the first bet is that the Chiefs are going to go to the Super Bowl. No, win the Super Bowl. Oh, I think he could have got away with just going. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he could have got away I with just going. I probably would have still taken a bet, but I would have been a little nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that that's tough. But okay. I I can't completely Go with that one because that means that my Bills won't be going to the Super Bowl. However, if my Bills do not make it, I will be pulling for you, JB. I, I will Whoa. absolutely. <laughs> wow. <laughs> only because I'd like to see young Mr. Patrick Mahomes go to the Super Bowl. That's the only reason. All right. All right. As I, I have my fingers crossed, you know, if you could, you know, win this bet, that would be nice. That would I'm, be nice. Now the question is: Did JB now bet uh, give money on your side to to back him up on these bets? This is what I got to find out. <laughs> I, I think there's collusion here to go against me. I, I'm liking that one. Now, now the Jalen Ramsey trade. Well, you may have just broken even. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, is... look if you want to do, but I have to give it to him. He called it a bold prediction. Right? That is so he, bold. Yeah. I I'll I will I will say this about JB he he, uh, he he did call it out as his bold prediction and uh, he he said that uh, you know I'm going out there on that one and and I say it's a bold prediction because honestly we don't know what the Jaguars are going to do are they going to try and blow it up and start again or they're going to try and dump Bortles and and get somebody else in there and try one more run at this whole thing to try and get back to the AFC Championship game. Well, they're definitely dumping Bortles. Hey, that that's a that's a foregone conclusion. The question is, Jalen Ramsey is your best defensive player. Mm-hmm. However, 
he talks way too much, way too much. And Coughlin, you know, does not like that. He's seething every time he hears or sees something from Jalen Ramsey. I just, I can't see him trading his best player. I mean, that would be like, like Parcells getting rid of Lawrence Taylor, even though Lawrence Taylor was doing all that crap. You just, you don't do it. Some players, you, you turn a blind eye. But, but remember, Andy Reid got rid of Marcus Peters, who talked a little bit much in Kansas City. So would Andy Reid want to trade? He right, wasn't he the wasn't best the best player. player. No, but I'm just saying, even if Jalen Ramsey was on the market, would Andy Reid go in and, and trade oh, for a well, player? That, that's true. That That's that, good point. Yeah, you broke even at least. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We may have to... See well, if you can get JB to call in, because I'd like to hear some rationale behind that one. Okay, well, I'll I'll get with JB see if he wants to uh, uh, get on it and talk about his side of the bet. But here's the deal: like he told me, he goes, "Either way, it's a win for you." I said, "A win for me?" He goes, "Yeah, if the Chiefs make it to the Super Bowl, I means the Patriots aren't in the Super Bowl." So I said, "You know what? Good point. It's worth the twenty bucks." <laughs> well, yeah, this, this is true. It is, so. Hey, Stevie D, if my Bills are in the Super Bowl, that means the Patriots aren't in there. So that's another win for you. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's not really the answer I wanted to hear or the statement I wanted to hear, I should say. You you know, if your Jets made it, I would be happy for your Jets. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Oh. This is a family show, so I'll keep it clean. No yeah. way you're going to be happy for me. There's no way. You wouldn't yeah. root for the Jets? If the Jets were playing no, uh, no, the Falcons. I, no, I wouldn't root for the Jets. But I'd be happy that you're there because, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're my boy and you would be happy. You know, I, I, I feel sad for my little guy knowing that he's going to be able to see them make it and then have his heart ripped out. <laughs> so, so for him, I, I'd feel bad for him, but. You know, I'd be happy that you're there, and then I'd be happy that Patriots aren't there. But I would be you know, pro NFC. Oh, you know, just for the record, I rooted for your Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl multiple times, multiple times because we're America's I really team. didn't. Well, no, I, I really, when I was younger, I really didn't hate the Buffalo Bills. Like I hated Miami. Like I hated Miami. Now I hated when Buffalo beat the heck out of the Jets time and time again. I hated that, but I always rooted for an AFC team in the Super Bowl until the New England Patriots came around. And I could never see myself rooting for the, well, the Miami Dolphins, they haven't been in it since 84. I think it was with, with Miami. I was, I was really young there, but uh, I can't have a root for New England. But typically, I root for an AFC team always in the Super Bowl, as long as it's not the Miami Dolphins or the New England Patriots. Because, now, you, you know, you know again, what's funny? I, you know yeah. what's funny about that? Because I'm the same way. I'm the same way. And when New England got in because of whatever the referees tried to do and, and give them that game, against the Raiders. But when they got in after the tuck, I didn't root for them. And, and normally I would root for an AFC team. And I didn't fear the Patriots back then. I didn't I didn't loathe them. See, I guess the way that you talk about the Bills is the way I felt about the Patriots. The Patriots were just, you know, the, the whipping boys of the AFC East. You know, after especially after Indianapolis fled, you know, I you, who who cared? 
Now I hated the Jets and the Dolphins, but I, you know, I, I, I didn't root for them, and I didn't really care about them when they went to that first Super Bowl. Now look at you, the hate, the, oh, the just, venom. You should see my eyes just filled with the rage. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, you know, part of that, you know, change of sports for a second. I couldn't stand the Celtics, but man, I loved Larry Bird. I, it, and it was, it was a respect for Larry Bird. I mean, that, that, and I think the respect for Larry Bird came when he won the three point uh, shootout contest, still wearing his warmups. I mean, I was like, <laughs> oh, who does that? Right. <laughs> who does Larry that? Legend. Larry Legend. But you know, for, as far as far as the the Patriots, I, I despise every single Patriot except for Belichick. I, I don't like their their assistant coaches. Like I, we were talking about Romeo Cornell and Charlie Weiss, couldn't stand them. Can't stand Josh McDaniels after what he did. Don't like Bill O'Brien. Don't like any of them. Just don't like them. Don't like any of the players. Lawyer Malloy, he was okay when he came to Buffalo. Sam Adams was okay when he came to Buffalo. But everybody else, nope. I could I could care less. And if you go there, you're dead to me. So Chris Hogan, you're dead to me. Mike Gillisley, you're dead to me. Yeah, you know, I they how about, one time how about, how about Stephen Gilmore? How about how about Stephen Gilmore? Your 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 lockdown corner. He was dead to me on. when he was still with the Bills. <laughs> he is so overrated. So overrated. When he when he got beat for that touch that that first touchdown, oh, Oh, I was loving it. Tyreek Hill. Well, no, he got beat on the long pass by Tyreek Hill. And they were like, okay, take him off of Hill. <laughs> <laughs> and they they ended up putting him on Kelsey, but still, I, I don't like him. I, I just don't like any Patriots, but I do like Bill Belichick. I respect Belichick. That that that's what it is. So Stevie D, that that's gonna wrap it up for us here. Yep. You know, it, we we've had some fun with this Super Bowl week or Super Bowl show, uh, you know, it, we were serious early on and, you know, gave our, our reasons and rationale. I have the Patriots winning 31-24, and you have the Patriots winning 31-17. I, I, I noticed you took my 31. Uh, but I I really do hope that the scores are reversed. I, I hope that the Rams either win 31-24 or 31-17. Um, and, and I will say with a little asterisk that that's not an impossible feat for the Rams. No, it's not. It really isn't. Um, again, I, I just, I go back to the front four of the, of the Rams. What are they going to do? Agreed. Agreed. And that, that's Let, the key. Let's root on and let have everybody root on Aaron Donald on Sunday. So, uh, Again, if you guys want to catch up with us, you can always catch us on our website, officialwordsports.com. You can check us out on Twitter, at RealOWSports. We are on Instagram and Snapchat. (laughs) And you can always catch us on Wanna Follow. Wanna Follow is the sponsor of our fantastic finishes, which we did not have on this week's episode. But definitely check out Wanna Follow. Uh, and, and that's going to wrap it up for us, DVD. So for Vince, I'm Steve. We'll talk to you soon.